The News at Noon is brought to you by Evansville's longest-running nursing care facility. Put your trust in Good Samaritan Home. Let our home be your home. Learn more at goodsamhome.org. Your tri-state weather today, low clouds with patchy drizzle early, then becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon with a high of 55. Mostly cloudy tonight, 34 for your low. And on Saturday, cloudy with rain becoming likely during the afternoon and a high of 46. Right now, 51 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. The Salvation Army will double all cash donations up to $12,000 today and tomorrow. Look for a red kettle in Vandenberg and Warwick counties at local Walmart, Schnucks, and other businesses. Funds collected during the red kettle campaign support the Salvation Army's programming year-round. It helps local children, families, and adults through a variety of impactful services. Last year, they provided more than 188,000 nutritious meals and grocery orders in Evansville. A local media giant faces new legal challenges and crackdowns on its use. Add Indiana to the list of states going after TikTok. More from ABC's Lionel Moyes. It's not all fun and games and dancing videos. Here's how to fold a fitted sheet. Period. TikTok once again under fire over security and child safety concerns. Indiana's attorney general has announced two lawsuits against the Chinese-owned company. One alleging TikTok collects highly sensitive data and personal information that could be exploited by the Chinese government. The second suit claims the app exposes children to inappropriate sexual and drug-related content more extreme than the company has acknowledged. Kentucky fire marshals cannot find a cause for the True Vine Inn fire in Henderson. Officials say several layers of roofing, newer roofs built on top of older roofs, made it difficult to extinguish the fire. It took firefighters several hours to knock it all down. Witnesses say the second floor was engulfed in flames about 9.15 that morning. A resident and an employee saved many lives that day by kicking in doors and getting people to safety. The motel is located just south of the Twin Bridges. The building was a total loss. The suspect in a murder that happened last weekend made an initial court appearance on Thursday. 44-year-old Clifton Fletcher is accused of killing Gamia Stewart. She was found with multiple gunshot wounds in an apartment on Clayton Avenue last Sunday morning. Fletcher was ordered to remain in jail without bond. In addition to a charge of murder, Fletcher also faces a felony gun enhancement. His next hearing is January 19th. It's illegal to sell so-called magic mushrooms in the state of Oregon. A Portland store that sold them is now closed. ABC's Todd Ant has the story. Police in Portland, Oregon raided the Shroom House dispensary Thursday, arresting the store owner and three others on charges of money laundering and making and selling a controlled substance near a school. Corey McCold, who owns a business next door, knew the Shroom store owners. They all seemed extremely kind and, like, very welcoming. They couldn't say a single bad thing about them, honestly. They're super sweet. One measure in Oregon decriminalized possession of up to 12 grams of mushrooms. Another measure goes into effect next year that will make mushroom use legal, but only in supervised clinics. Todd Ant, ABC News. The Shroom Dispensary in Portland opened in late October, and once word got out about their products, people lined up around the block to get in. A Newburgh man is headed to a stretch in prison for selling drugs, 
29-year-old Nicholas Alvarez was sentenced on Thursday to 15 years in prison following his conviction in Posey County for selling fentanyl and heroin. Alvarez was sentenced by Judge Craig Getty after a two-day trial. At trial, it was brought out that Alvarez sold Harrison to the same undercover informant three times in just 18 days in February and March of 2020. Some of that heroin contained fentanyl. He was arrested by the Posey County Drug Task Force in June of 2020. Officers were called to check the welfare of a barefoot woman flagging people down and asking for help. The victim was found walking near Kentucky and Maxwell Avenue. She told police she had been confined for several hours in a garage in the 600 block of Reese Avenue. She had been living in a makeshift apartment for about a month. When her roommate came home, he accused her of stealing a phone and a camera. The suspect retrieved two machetes and allegedly told the victim to remove her shoes and threatened to cut her feet off. The suspect continued to tell her that he was going to dismember her. Eventually, he let her go. So far, no arrests have been made. A decades-old murder mystery in West Philadelphia partially solved thanks to DNA testing of siblings. Investigators say the so-called boy in the box found beaten to death, wrapped in a blanket, and left in a cardboard box along the side of a road discovered in 1957 was four-year-old Joseph Augustus Zarelli. ABC's Lionel Moyes has more details. Joseph's body was exhumed in 1998. Officials collected DNA and gave him a proper burial. But it was a DNA sample taken in 2019 that led to a major break. They were able to then connect Zarelli, born January 13, 1953, to his mother. Police then found siblings and used the DNA sample and birth records to make the match. I've actually um, known about this case since I was a child. Misty Gillis is a forensic genealogist who has spent the last three years working on this case, now bringing her daughters with toy cars from the 50s to Joseph's grave. Police have not revealed the identity of Joseph's parents, both deceased, nor of his siblings, but vow to solve the murder mystery. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Mixed results in a quiet morning on Wall Street, with the Dow down slightly and the NASDAQ and S&P both marginally higher. Inflation in November was better than October, but still worse than expected. Wholesale prices were 7.4% higher in November compared to a year ago, feeding fears the Federal Reserve is not going to ease up on its policy of interest rate hikes. At the same time, consumers are more confident. The University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index for December was higher than expected, and analysts think the continued decrease in gas prices is a contributing factor. Bad news for millennials expecting to receive large inheritances from their baby boomer parents. An Alliant Credit Union survey found more than half who expected inheritance think it'll be at least $350,000. But more than half of baby boomers say they'll leave less than 250000 Brian Clark, ABC News.